We live in a world where everyone has their own version of truth. But for us Christians, only God's word is to be held as true in our lives. I'm your podcast host, Kayla Hamlet. And as a former journalist, I understand the dire need to be a credible messenger who will not only stand for truth, but live in truth. So join me on my podcast show, Kate with the Good News, as I seek to share the truth of God's word through the gospel of Jesus. See, who Jesus is and why he came to the earth is the greatest news the world will ever hear. It's not hard news, bad news, or fake news. Nah, it's none of those. It's good news. KWTG and Tribe, listen, hello, welcome, what's up? Your girl K is back. It's been an entire year. Welcome to season three of K with the Good News podcast. I'm so excited to be back. I was actually in preparation um, of this season, reflecting with God, and I felt like the Lord wanted me to go back and just see, listen to some of my podcast episodes before, um, you know, kind of be encouraged from what he's previously given me. And I recognize that it's been literally around this time. I think my last episode was August 22nd or so of 2022. So it's been a full year. And I was like, God, that's so funny that you're now calling me to release and it's around the same time. So I definitely feel like this is definitely God's doing. Um, much has happened. Much has transpired in my life an entire year. I've matured more in Christ. I have gone through more deliverance. Some of you guys know me and my best friend actually released um, a video where we officially denounced. So that has taken place since the last time I released a podcast episode. We denounced the sorority that we were in. Um, you know, I have learned more about who I am as I've been learning about God, more about what I'm called to do on earth. And it's just been a beautiful journey. I've been taking time to heal even more from some things in my childhood. I went through therapy, completed that successfully because I didn't know how I was going to go because I'm, you know, I had an issue with kind of being verbal and communicating about things that I have gone through with rejection and things from my childhood. So like I'm going through that. It's just been a lot. Oh, I made a faith move to most of y'all know I was living in Nashville. Um, and I took some time to actually go back home to hear clearly where God was sending me. God gave me a very powerful dream in 2021 where he was alluding to the fact that I needed to move to Oklahoma. And I'm like, what is in Oklahoma, what is in Tulsa? I don't know about that. <laughs> and so it took a whole year for God to really deal with me. Um, and he said confirmation after confirmation after confirmation about me actually legit moving to Tulsa. So I made a huge faith move. And I just want to drop this. If God is calling you to do something, please just do it. You may not understand everything. He may give you a glimpse or a vision or a dream. And if it's true enough from him, you know, you've prayed on it, you've received clarity, you've received counsel and wisdom from others. And that's what God is saying. Be obedient. Like, I just want to let y'all know that when I actually, I drove nine hours from my home state to Oklahoma when I was moving with my dad. And when I got here, I was pulling up to my apartment complex and literally the street that I was driving on, on my GPS maps, it said Faith Street. Like, I, I'm going to actually, I don't know how I'm going to attach a picture to prove to y'all on that line. The street is literally named like Faith Street, which is so crazy. So it's further confirmation. But yeah, that's been what has been transpired, what transpired in my life in one full year. 
in a nutshell, but I want to get to this um, episode, the first episode of season three. Welcome again to K with the Good News podcast. Everything is different. I just want to note that too. God has been doing new things in my life and everything even about the podcast is different. You will notice I have a new podcast logo. My picture is on there now, um, which I didn't know if I really wanted to do, but I did it anyway. I have a new podcast introduction. Y'all, I used to have that sound that be that sounded like I was about to rap, <laughs> but now my podcast introduction is different. And so everything is truly new, you know, and I believe that I'm also going to be releasing from a much deeper place because I have, um, you know, very much so been journeying with God into the deep things of God. Okay. And so much of even what I release will come from a different and new place because I'm not in the same place that I was in with God in 2022 of August 22nd when I last released. Okay. And so um, I pray that you guys are ready because this is about to be some deep (laughs) revelation. It's all going to be the word of God, true enough. Um, Not only that, but I know that one of the things that God has called me to be is a messenger for him. Most of you all know that I was a news reporter um, in my early career. And, you know, God has now called me to be a messenger for him. So a lot of what I'm also going to share may not be appeasing. It may not be something you always want to hear, but I can guarantee you that it is going to be the word of God. It is going to be the truth. Okay. And if I ever share anything outside of God's word, do not listen to my podcast. That's how bold I want to say it because God is is holding me like on, there's a thin line that I'm treading upon and I don't want to go outside of him, speak outside of what he's calling me to say. And more importantly, speak anything other than his word, okay? I don't want to add to his word. I don't want to take away. I just want to release his word and what he's calling me to say, okay? So I pray that you guys hold me accountable, but I want you to know that I am a credible messenger who's not only speaking the truth of God's word, but I'm also living it out, okay? So listen, I did not know what, I actually had something planned to share that I thought the Lord was wanting me to share, but he did not want me to share that just yet. So I'm going to be sharing something that he placed on my heart that um, actually he gave me maybe like three or four days ago. So I was prepared to go to bed and I was um, laying down in my bed and I clearly, I so clearly heard the Holy Spirit say, learn of me, learn of me, learn of me. I heard this three times. And I'm like, to the point where I'm, I'm starting to say it. I'm like, learn of me, learn of me. I'm like, where is that in the Bible? So I get up, get my phone, and I literally Google learn of me. And I'm like, oh, that is Matthew 11 and 28, where Jesus is saying, you know, it's a very familiar passage. Most people quote it all the time, but it was fresh revelation. And so, you know, the scriptures come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Now, I just want y'all to know that I didn't hear most of the translations say learn from me. The King James Version say learn of me. So the Holy Spirit was legit speaking the King James Version to your girl. It was learn of me. And what I recognized was that this was more because, you know, religion would say, oh, I've heard that before. I know that scripture. Relationship with Christ says 
This is fresh revelation. The Holy Spirit is making me aware of a scripture that, yes, I have read before, but it's coming alive to me. And so I recognize in that moment that the Lord was actually extending an invitation for me to learn more of him. Now, I've been saved since I grew up in church all my life. I did not really get saved until you so really get saved until 2018 when it was like my second semester of my sophomore year in college. And so I've been walking with God since 2018, right? I've been saved and really on fire and stuff since then. But I understand that, you know, um, God can call us into a deeper walk with him, if that makes sense. Right. And so this was truly an invitation for me. And then the Lord began to speak to me even more and said, this is also an invitation that I want to extend to um, people that are in their 20-somethings, those who um, identify as millennial or Gen Zers. And so I recognize that, you know, there are great revivalists that, you know, have, I, I love revivalists. I love to study their lives, how they came into the faith, how they died to themselves to get to where they um, were in God, how they were walking with him, how miracles, signs and wonders and things were taking place in their life because of their sacrifice and what they gave up. Right. So I recognize that you have a lot of revivalists who've gone on before. Right. Who at one point God was extending an invitation to them to come walk with him in a deeper way, in a way greater way than most will. OK, it's an invitation to come deep. And I even believe that there are some people that already, and I have not even shared half of what the Lord has given me, but already you have been feeling that. You have been, you, um, your spirit is bearing witness to the fact that the Lord has been calling you into a deeper walk with him, into the deep things, as the word of God says, the deep things of God. Okay. And so um, this is your confirmation. The Lord has been calling you, you know, to come with him, journey with him. Um, you know, and you may need to set yourself apart. You may need to, um, you know, consecrate, like take some time to really just be with him, not answer some phone calls, you know, sacrifice some of your time to hang out or do different things and just be in his presence and be with him and learn of him. As he said to me, All right. I just want to make um, you all aware, too, that any time and I'm only sharing what. I have come to learn, okay? That's the only thing I can share is my experiences, what I, my experiences, what I have learned and what I'm currently learning, okay? And so I know that when the Lord speaks to me, when I hear something, when I see something, right? I see a lot in the spirit. And so when I see something, I'm aware that I need to always, quote unquote, like fact check what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing with the word of God. It should always align. There should not ever be a time that you are hearing or seeing something you feel like is God, but you can't find it in the word. OK, we are living in a time where deception is very much so prevalent. And because of that, um, people are trying to uh, get Jesus, get God outside of his word. People believe that they truly can get Jesus. They truly can get God outside of his word. I don't get it. Jesus came to the earth. God sent his son, Jesus. He came to the earth as the living, breathing, walking word of God. And yet we are trying and everything that Jesus quoted and said was the word of God. And so we are living in a time where people are claiming Jesus. They are claiming to have a relationship with God. 
but yet they're getting uh, they're 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 not going to the word to get to get him like how you get him and he is the word but you get him some other type of way it don't make no sense so I just want to make you all aware when you're hearing and seeing something ensure be please be sure rather that you are um, you can back it up with the word of God okay and so you know I was grateful to know because I was like where is learn of me I know it I feel like I know but clearly when I went to it the Lord it was just download revelation okay so um, like I stated I do believe that this is an invitation that Jesus is not just giving me but that he's extended to many in my generation we are the upcoming leaders and you can't start i mean i'm not gonna say you can't start when you get 50 or 60 or 70 you know that's not the truth because many god can call you at any time but if if you feel the lord calling you more into the deep things of god then accept the invitation now don't wait until later okay if he is calling you truly now don't wait why wait until later okay um accept the invitation you know don't delay what the lord wants to do in your life don't delay it when we go to matthew 11 and 28 and it's actually 28 through 30. you know we all know it it says come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn of me when now when I read that, it takes on a whole other meaning. I'm just, I'm just going to say it. It takes on a whole, I feel it. I feel it. Learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. So learn of me. Of course, you know, God took me on this journey of stu studying this within the past, like, three or four days. Learn in the Greek, when you look that up, sidebar when you're reading the word please study to show yourself approved what i mean by that is we cannot no longer because we are in a time like i stated earlier where deception is increasing you cannot just trust everything that everyone says you need to know the word of god for yourself and you can't just read the word of god surface level you have to literally study and even if you're not studying it to preach it to people, teach it to people, spread it on a podcast. You just need to study for your life to understand truly what the Lord is saying. Because you can feel like you know what he's saying, but without context, without understanding, your 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 um how you perceive the revelation won't be to the fullness in which God intends for you to receive. Okay? It'll be like it should be a hundred percent, it'll be like thirty percent. You know, you need understanding. So the Old Testament, right, is the original language is like Hebrew. The New Testament is Greek. And so um, it's good to have the Blue Letter Bible app or the Strong Concordance and look up what these words actually mean. Because you'll come to find that some of these words take on a whole new meaning than our English language. So it's so good to um, look up what these words mean. And I mean, when I look up some of these words, I'm blown away. I'm like, I didn't make so much sense, God. Like, I didn't know. I didn't know. So anyway, the Greek term for learn, and I may not be pronouncing this correctly, but it's manthanio. 
or M-A-N-T-H-A-N-O. Okay, and it means to increase one's knowledge, to be increased in knowledge, to be taught, to hear and be informed. So we are people of three parts. We have our bodies, we have our soul, which is our mind, will and emotions, and then we have our spirit man. So the Lord, when he speaks to us, he's directly going to speak to your spirit. He's not speaking to your flesh, he's not speaking to your soul. But we um, sometimes perceive what God is saying through our senses. And the, the difficulty in that or the fault in that is that we also are hearing a lot day to day. So our hearing is one of our senses. So we're hearing people on our job. We're hearing people, friends, family, TV, social media. We're hearing a lot. And so sometimes it's hard to even really hear what God is saying and speaking to your spirit because your senses, your soulish realm is very, very loud. Okay. It's very, very loud. Um, so, you know, we need to, to consider when the Lord is wanting to really speak to us, especially for those who are prophetic or those who, you know, God is really um, calling you to hear what he's saying for this time, for this generation, for, you know, people around you, people in your job, people in your life. Like it's important to be um, accurate in, in you hearing him clearly. You know, I want to walk such a thin line with God where I don't get stuff wrong because I am in that place with him. You know, we have to desire to be in that place with him. It's not about, about being wrong or right, but it's about truly honoring him and honoring God and honoring what he's saying to you, right? That you hold it so closely. You don't just think of him talking to you like you would, you know, someone that's natural. Like when, when God is speaking to us, it's a big deal. We should be like in awe, like, I'm going to treasure what you're saying, God. So anyway, back to the scripture, though, yoke. So he says, for my yoke, take my yoke upon you. OK, now, when I started studying this, it got real deep. So I hope that y'all hope and pray y'all receive this. And it's deep to you, too. I'm trying to hurry up, though. Yoke in Greek literally means a pair or a couple. So the Lord is extending, yes, an invitation for you to walk with him. For you to literally work with him. And I'm going to explain how. For you to team up with him and learn of his ways. Learn his way of doing things. Okay. So what is a yoke? A yoke is, and you may already know, because we always hear people say, don't be unequally yoked. Right. But I want to, and we always say that in reference to us and other people. Right. Us and people in our lives or people that shouldn't be in our lives. But we, I don't think I've, maybe I have, I don't know. I don't think I've ever really thought of it in the way of us being yoked up with Christ. So a yoke is a wooden beam, sometimes used between a pair of oxen or other animals. And it is to enable them to work together, to pull together, to plow when working in a pair, okay? Um, so usually they put this yoke on the neck of an animal or either the shoulder of an animal. OK, now what I found so interesting when I was studying this is that when a farmer is training, OK, many of us, like I said, this is an invitation to those in their 20 somethings, right? Millennials, Gen Zers. 
when a farmer is preparing to train an ox, an, an inexperienced and young ox, what that farmer will do is pair that ox, that young inexperienced ox with an older ox, much more experienced, much older ox. The purpose of that is for the older ox, the experienced ox, to train the younger ox as it's yoked together. And so as I was saying this, I thought this was so interesting because the farmer um, in the video that I watched talked about how a lot of times because the um, inexperienced ox or younger ox is being trained and broken into doing wanting to go his own way and do his own thing a lot of times there's a little resistance right because the ox has to learn how to be yoked and not do his own thing pull away but learn to literally be trained to work to plow with the older ox and so i think about me and how you know yes i'm a lot of people say kelly you're mature you're wise for your age and all of this but i'm still very much so in my process it's not to say that God hasn't called me to do certain things, but I know that I'm still in my early process, okay, of walking with Christ, of learning, you know, and so I'm not afraid to admit that I'm not trying to make it seem like I know everything because I don't. <laughs> so I consider myself to be still in a process where I'm learning to walk with God. I'm not saying this has to do with sin. No. I ain't out here sinning, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At least, you know, like I have to repent sometimes for doubting and things like that, but I'm not out here actively sinning like how I was before I got saved. But a lot of times I recognize that there's just things about me and how I like to do things that God may not particularly like. Or he's like, I want you to just do it my way, but you want to do it your way. But how are you going to do things your way the things that I'm calling you to do, how are you going to do it? Those things your way. No, I want you to learn of my way. Learn of me. All right. So in terms of training the ox, right, the farmer stated that if he recognizes that the inexperienced ox is hard to be trained, right? Like it's hard to literally train them. Like the ox is just going against being trained, being taught, being paired up with the older ox, that farmer would get rid of that ox because they don't see a need to like use that ox anymore. And so I was like, wow, you know, like it's really a big deal to learn. It's really a big deal. Um, so I just want to, I guess the good news question is, you know, when it comes down to being yoked up with Christ, the purpose is because we know that in the scripture, he's saying, come unto me, all ye that labor. So this is in regards to working. So there are many things that God is calling many of us to do in my generation, right? You may feel a call to um, media. You may feel a call to God is having me study the seven mountains of influence and how, um, you know, God wants us, his people, his children, his remnant to be strategically placed in some of these mountains. And we take those mountains for him, how we 
should be implementing the kingdom of God in these different systems that are ungodly, that follow the world, that are very much so full of just the culture and not the culture of the kingdom. And so as the Lord has been speaking that to me, I recognize that there are many people who may be listening where you feel like, you know, God is calling you to be a part of a specific industry, right? He's calling you to influence one industry. He's calling you uh, to start a business. He's calling you, you know, to, um, I don't know, go into government, go into education, go into media, go into entertainment. So you're, you know, you feel this call, this pull to do a particular thing. But the, the reality is, if God is calling you to do it, you cannot. It's dangerous to try to do it without him. It's dangerous. Like you get the go from God and then you get there and you're like, okay, I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to, you know, I already know how it's going to go. And Christ is like, take a step back and walk with me. That is what it means to be yoked up to literally. When, when they put that yoke on animals, you cannot get out of that yoke. You can try if you're a strong animal, but you cannot get out of that. The only thing is you will literally keep fighting against it. And the animal, as the farmer said, the animal can literally hurt its back, scratch its skin up. If it continues to go against the older, more experienced ox. So the thing is, you know, you have you can't afford to um, be called by God. And, you know, um, have an assignment, a heavy assignment, a big assignment where, you know, he's going to give you great influence and things. Yet when you get to that place, you try to do it without him. You know, you're like, okay, God, you know, you don't necessarily say, okay, God, I got it, but that's how you act. So, and so we must constantly be in a place where, um, you know, because we are called of God and he's given us this assignment, no, we recognize it's not by power, it's not by might, but it's by his spirit. Okay, it's by his spirit. And so I just want to ask you, you know, are you doing it? The good news question is, are you doing it your way? You know, so I think about how when Noah was called to build the ark, you know, and then you even have Moses who was called to build the tabernacle of Moses, you know, um, or the, it's called the tabernacle of Moses, but when he was just called to build the tabernacle, God gave them, those men very specific instructions. And I'm pretty sure at one point, you know, Moses or Noah probably thought, you know, okay, well, I, I probably, this could go quicker if I did it this way, or if I did it this way, it might, you know, be better or whatever. But the thing is, they, they did it from the word of God, we see that they followed the instructions of the Lord down to every detail. And I believe that's truly how the Lord wants us to be. And the reality is, if you are feeling tired, if you're feeling like, you know, I'm, I'm putting all this work into what God is calling me to do, but I'm seeing minimal results. I'm like, you know, seeing only 10 or 15 or 20 percent of my effort. And it's like, I'm doing all of this, though, maybe. It could be that you are doing it in your own strength. You're doing it without Christ. It's not to say that you are a bad person or your heart is wrong. You just need to get back to the place where you recognize you cannot do what God is calling you to do without him. I think of this example. When, um, you know, when I was in school, 
specifically college, all right, because college was a little tough for your girl. When I was in college, um, when the professor would give an assignment or a task, um, you know, if I had any questions, and most of the time I, I had a lot of questions, when I had questions, I would, I mean, I would go to my peers, but come to find out, my peers was like, I don't know, I had the same question. They, they didn't know they was wondering too. It was always in my best um, interest to go directly to the, pro the professor because the professor is the one who created the assignment, more than likely. The professor is the one who gave me the assignment. The professor is the one who has the skill set, the knowledge, the wisdom, the expertise to teach me how to solve the problem, how to go about working the problem. Likewise, if God is giving you an assignment, why lean on your own understanding? Why go to everybody else and try to ask everybody else their opinion on how they feel like you should do it? Or, you know, I'm not saying um, despise counsel. I believe I have counsel in my life. I believe counsel is necessary, right? From a peer level, you should have those who are walking with God, who can sharpen you from a more mature and mentor type level. You should have um, a mentor that can counsel you, right? Give you the word of God. You should also have a spiritual leader. Those are three different levels. You know, I believe your mentor can be your spiritual leader too, but I believe that you need to have it on all levels. So I'm not saying despise counsel, but what I am saying is you go to everyone else and the Lord is like, I wish you would just come to me. I'm the one who gave you the assignment in the first place, you know? So I, I will pray that this is helping someone who knows that you're called by God, right? We're not um, discrediting, discrediting the fact that you've been called, that you, God is giving you influence, you know, that he's giving you a heavy task or assignment, you know, that's going to change the world, that's going to shift an industry, that's going to change a system for his glory and for his namesake. We know that. But when you're getting weary, you're getting tired, you feel overwhelmed, or you're like, I'm putting in all this work and I know I'm supposed to be seeing results right now, but you're not. You may be doing it without Christ. You may be doing it without him, okay? The reality is, though, is that when Christ is saying, learn of me, I think about how so he was so submitted. Jesus was so submitted to the will of the Father to the point where he would wake up, the disciples sleep. And it was the word of God would say like, and I don't know exactly what scripture, but in the cool of the day, he would be up early praying, seeking the Father because he knew Without talking to my father at the beginning of this day, like, I don't know what's to come in the day, you know? And maybe Jesus did, because he, he, after all, he was Jesus. It was Jesus walking the earth, you know? But he was so needed to the father, you know? He often said, I do only as I see my father do. He walked, he is our example. He is our example, and so if Jesus was able to be submitted, if he submitted his will, his plan, right? He said, Father, let this cup pass from me. But even if it does not, you know, not my will, but your will. And so we see the submission that Christ had to his father. And as we are in Christ and Christ is in us and Christ is in the father, we are to walk. He's our example. We are to walk with him. 
he display a close walk with the father. And so we too are supposed to walk closely with him. We are to walk closely with him. And, you know, the um, there's a scripture that says, how can two walk together unless they agree? And so if you think about it, God's word is a settled thing. It's settled. It's settled in heaven. His word is settled. And so the reality is we oftentimes have an issue when we read the word of God because the word of God is alive, um, is sharper than any two-edged sword. And so it reveals to us our thoughts, our motives, our heart, you know, and so we have to come into agreement with his word, right? We have to check ourselves and say, what's in me that's rejecting this right now? What's in me that's fighting against what God really wants to do? Like, how much more do I need to yield so that I can become and do all that he's calling me to do? We have to agree with him. We have to agree with him. And we do that by agreeing with his word. Okay, and so we cannot walk with Christ. Literally, if you think about being yoked up with Christ and him showing us how it's done. That's essentially what the farmer was teaching in the video. The older ox, the more experienced, older, mature ox. He puts that yoke on that older ox and then pairs that younger ox with the older ox. And the older ox is just teaching him how to do it. He's teaching the youngin how to do it. And so the Lord wants to teach us how to walk with him. And, you know, as we read his word, you know, we should gain insight into how submitted and committed he was to the will of the father. And so he's like, I want to teach you my way. Uh oh. Bad, bad from the mic. I want to teach you my way. You know, I want to teach you how to truly walk closely with me. Okay. Um, and so it's easier. And that's what he was saying. You know, he says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And it is frustrating when we do it nine times out of 10. It is extremely frustrating when we try to do it without him. You know, it's not easy when we try to do it without him. And it often feels extremely heavy because I feel like when we try to do it outside of him, he's like, okay, I'm just going to wait till you come back to work with me to you until you come back to partner with me, you know? Um, and it's like, you don't have the grace to do it when you're trying to do it outside of him. Cause he being connected to him, he's the one who gives you that grace. Okay. He's the one that gives you the grace to do what he's calling you to do. All right. And so I kind of just want to end with this, you know, be open to accepting the counsel of the Lord. One of the um, one of the definitions, if I'm not mistaken, for um, learn when he says learn of me, it means to hear and be informed. Right. And we need to learn to accept the counsel one counsel of the Lord, like, you know, to be counseled by someone, right? But the counseling of the Lord is the greatest thing. And so the Lord wants to counsel many of us. If you think about meeting with your counselor in school, right? Or meeting with your counselor, like therapist, right? Someone to help you with your like life problems or situational things. They're meant to guide you. The Holy Spirit is our helper. He's meant to help us. And so when it comes down to doing what God is calling you to do, we need to make sure that we're made, like staying in a place where we are open to hearing the counsel of the Lord concerning the assignments, concerning the task, um, concerning partnerships. Like there's like I'm so excited for season. Oh, well, not season two. 
My bad, I'm tripping. I'm excited for episode two. I have a very special guest um, coming on. She's a doctor, she's a therapist, and we're going to have a great chat. Um, I, I won't tease anything, but I'll just make you guys wait. <laughs> but we're going to have a great conversation. But um, when she reached out to me, you know, I had to be in prayer because I'm like, I want to make sure I'm partnering with the people that God truly wants me to partner with, right? And God, of course, gave me the okay. That's why she's coming on the show. Um, but we need to make sure in all of our dealings that we're receiving the counsel of the Lord. That is another way in which we can ensure that we're walking with him, that we're learning of him. Okay. So I just want to say this, John 15 and five, I'm going to end with a scripture. It says, I am the vine. Ye are the branches. He that abides in me and I in him and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit for without me you can do nothing okay and so we truly cannot do anything without him we can't when you're in him that's the thing you it, you will struggle and struggle and struggle until you finally learn i can't do this without him so i just need to yield and it's better to learn now one of the things that the farmers said in regards to the ox is that they train them, they train and teach and even break the ox at a very young age. I forgot the age now, so I ain't gonna lie. But they break them at a very and when it and when the farmer said break, I kept hearing breaking the animals from their way. Because the animal would much rather not like to be yoked up. The yoke is uncomfortable. It can be, right? And so sometimes they're I just, I believe this, okay, for somebody. The Lord may be trying to, you're finding so much of a struggle because the Lord is truly trying to break you from your way. It's not to say that you're in sin or anything, but you just have a way you prefer to do things. And God is like, a part of submitting and yielding to me is to learn to do it my way. And so the Lord is simply wanting to break you from your way, from how you want to do it, okay? That's where the struggle is. That's why you're not seeing as much fruit as you would like to see. I want to help somebody. That's why you're not seeing as much fruit as you would like to see, okay? Learn of him. His ways are beautiful, right? His ways are... I was so excited about the invitation, like, to learn more, right? I've been crying out for more. I've been desiring more. But to hear the Holy Spirit clearly say, learn of me, learn of me of me and for me to get this revelation has just been it's just been everything right I've been eating on this for like two or three days all right so you know I talk much about and I'm gonna end on this note though I talk much about how we're in a time of you know much deception right you have a lot of false prophets a lot of false teachers you gotta have a lot of wolves and sheep sheep's clothing and so you know I know I even do detoxes from YouTube, like, because I'm like, there's so many people releasing so much, and I'm like, I truly wonder how much of these, how much time these people are truly spending in the presence of the Lord, because you are, like, releasing every day. Now, that's not to the people who God has literally mandated to release every day, okay? But it's a difference when you just want to release to, to, to flow with the algorithm, right? To remain, I don't even know how all that stuff works, but you just want to you know, keep up with your without algorithm. Let people continuously see your posts so you can grow your influence and all of that. No. But for those, you know, who 
um, God is truly calling to walk with him and speak truth in a time where truth people don't want to hear it. And many, like in my podcast introduction, many people have their own version or variation of what their truth is. But I know truth to be one person, and that is Jesus Christ. He says, I am the way, the truth. Okay? He's the truth. His word is true. And so outside of him, there is no truth. And so some of you all, God is inviting you to not just learn of him and his ways, but to walk deep, to, to walk in a close, close relationship with him where you're with him when it's good, you're with him when it's bad. You're with him in the moments where he's blessing you and you're with him in the moments where you're dealing with persecution. And one of the things that I've more recently learned, even more, because um, I dealt with some high level of persecution when I was in seminary school. Um, a lot of people didn't want to hear the word of God. Surprisingly, I was in a very liberal, so to speak, program. And so they didn't believe the word of God. They they picked and, you know, they picked what they wanted to believe. And so I had to learn how to stand up for righteousness. I had to learn how to stand up for the word of God um, and not be um, shaken by their faces, their comments, or anything, okay? And so um, some of you all are being invited to take upon his yoke, to walk with him, to learn of his ways, but to also be a messenger for him for this generation, to speak truth, even when it's uncomfortable, even when your peers don't want to hear it. And so, um, you know, when you're learning of him, you have to, any solid 100 relationship is not just the good, it's the good and the bad. So when God is inviting you, when Jesus is inviting you to learn of him, you have to be aware that it's not going to always be great. Okay, and I, I, I'm saying that because I know that there was a point in my walk when I first came to Christ, I just was like, everything was just exciting to me. And then I started going through some spiritual warfare. I started learning what it means to really walk with him. And I was like, I have to continue. I can't stop here. So I say that to say, don't um, don't become hesitant in walking with him because you recognize that as you go deeper in your walk with Christ, the more it seems like you're hated because we're living in the times where you may be hated out. You know what I'm saying? Not by those close by you, but the world, right? Culture, society, you know, like because you're going against culture rather. Right. It's a kingdom culture that you're speaking about and people don't want to hear because they will much rather accept the culture of the world. And so don't be afraid to continue to walk with him, to continue to learn of him, even when it gets hot. Right. Even when you feel like you're going through the fire, even when you're going through persecution. OK, because I've come to know that you also learn of Christ, learn of him, grow with him through suffering through persecution, through slander. It's not always good. It's the good and the bad. And so you don't want your walk with Christ to be shallow because you are refusing to really go through anything, okay? You're going to go through some things walking with him. You're going to go through some things as you're learning of him. That's really all, y'all. I just pray that you were able to receive something from this episode. He's truly calling some of us to learn of him, all right? And so... As he said, learn of me in Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. I pray 
that you would accept this invitation that the Lord is making you aware of and that it would um, be a journey where you don't stop. I just feel that. Don't stop. Because someone is feeling much pressure right now and you want to stop. You feel like everything that you're going through and have been going through for a minute has been very uncomfortable. But don't stop walking with him. Don't stop walking with him. Okay? Learn of him. Learn of him. 